0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself?
0: 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig
1: totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. My
0: body wants bread, and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Fad Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey.
0: And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling.
1: Welcome to Fadcamp.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to our bonus follow-up chat episode for the Christy Harrison interview. We just had a wonderful interview with Christy Harrison, and me and Grace wanted to chat about it, maybe cover some things that we didn't get a chance to talk about, and just uh, get a chance to react to some of the crazy stuff that we <laughs> learned about
1: Yeah, because I think me and Connor were both talking um, there, but like Christy's like, she's such an academic and she's such a like knowledgeable person that when I wanted to bring, I was like wanted to bring up some crazy shit in the book. And then I'm like, I just feel like I'm talking to my teacher and I shouldn't bring up the fact that people (laughs) are (laughs) not. Because she's so good about it. She's like, yeah, she was like, you know, she's talking about being like, I don't know, um, kinder and like... Software people, yeah. and I'm like, what about that QAnon? That's mental. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> also have to say that I had a nightmare recording where during our recording um, my internet went. So I was halfway through asking a question and it literally went, and then her and Connor, I don't know, presumably for the rest of the episode, just talked about me and made fun of me and whatever. We just slagged, I'll get to listen back eventually. <laughs> <at all time.
0: laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. No, Connor- I, I get it though, because she is so um she's so knowledgeable like she's basically just spent the past however many years researching first of all the anti-diet uh doing her food psych podcast and then researching um the wellness world for the wellness mm-hmm. trap her new book like so it's her special subject she's an absolute wealth of information on it so it's it's fascinating to hear her talk so i just feel and we're like
1: we're just 2 dumb dum-dums who are like oh totally hey, like my brain has
0: grown you know <laughs> After
1: listening after to after years of like, after years of decreasing our brain with diets, now we were like, uh, oh, "Tell us about wellness." <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> well, what was something that you found like really interesting? Because I have a few things that I wanted to ask, and you can get to, but I'll just talk about from the book. But what did you find most like interesting from the interview?
0: Hmm. Well, sorry, I just ate a piece of chocolate. Um.
1: That's his wellness. That's Connor's That's my version wellness. Version it's dark of wellness, chocolate full yeah. of
0: polyphenols and flavonoids, good for <laughs> killing toxins.
1: Um, what would no, Gwyneth say, Connor?
0: <laughs> what yeah, would I mean that. Say? To be honest, that was that was fascinating to me. So, I mean i I have been really enjoying the book, The Wellness Trap. Um, mm. there's so much stuff in the wellness world that I have personally indulged in over the years, and and mm. some stuff I didn't get to talk to. Chrissy too much about it but like there's definitely a lot of stuff that I will continue to indulge in but I know I can kind of do it from a sort of a safe kind of distance and especially from you know and like with sort of like good intentions and kind of like um from uh, a healthy kind of mindset. You know, I think like, yeah, if I want to get an infrared sauna once every fucking six months or something like that, that's fine. I'm not about to remodel my house so I can have infrared saunas every fucking day. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And I think that's, it's just the thing, because because we have um history with dieting and um, we know what it's like to go into a deep yeah. dive of something. Yeah. I haven't gone into a deep dive of wellness because I'm now, I feel deprogrammed. Right. <laughs> but also because maybe, like, I can't afford to. Like, so sure. I don't mind doing some wellness things. Like, yeah, I think getting a nice candle's great. And, yeah. And, you know, I'm sure there's some nice roll guy can buy that'll really open up my insula. I don't know. I'm just making up <laughs> words. But, like, I don't mind that. But I think where she where she really opened my eyes was, like, it's, it's something because I wanted to do an episode on wellness, but I couldn't quite... Mm. It's like,
0: it's, it's a, too big It's a vast subject, yeah.
1: But there was something about it that I really wasn't okay with. And mm. like, one thing when she brought up Goop, that was so interesting. I didn't yes. get to ask um, Christy about the viral uh, Guetta Paltrow clip. Have you seen this clip, Connor? Where she's talking about oh her my God, God yeah. Day. yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, <clears> the <throat> moment she brought up broth as a main meal, I was like, I need wealthy people to give me their money because I would spend it better. (laughs) I (laughs) would spend it better than this. I wouldn't be in broth. Do you know when you're just like, enjoy, like the lack of joy I find sometimes in the wellness space is something that I can't handle. Can everyone just occasionally just do something where they're just like, yeah, I don't eat broth every day. Like sometimes (laughs) the carbs are flying, you know, but I want to mention one thing that actually she mentioned in the book, right? did you know this right Um, there was a case where Paltrow's former chief uh, content officer at Goop Elisa Conin definitely butchering that name my history of butchering names in this yeah. podcast as well well documented in a 2022 <laughs> Instagram post right so this is their former like chief content officer at Goop yeah. Elisa said that she shared that doing repeated cleansing d- cleanses during her Goop years distorted her relationship with her body and that mm. for her For her, cleansing became synonymous with dieting and restriction. When she left the company in 2020, it helped her see that wellness culture can be toxic and she vowed never to cleanse again. Yet, in the book, it does state that um, in the post she revealed all of this, she was already promoting another cleanse. (laughs) A five day reset (laughs) of broth smoothies and lattes and she was likely to follow it up with a fast. So it's not exactly perfect, but it's the fact that someone even in that world and like Goop is almost like, I mean, the epitome of wellness culture now, I suppose. Like the fact that their chief content officer was coming out and going, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit naff sometimes. Do you know what I mean? like, Like, yeah, it actually has affected me, you know.
0: Oh, definitely. like I mean I tr- I watched that whole goop show on Netflix, and there was so much of that cleansing and fasting stuff going on, but I think it's ironic to call you know the cleanses and wellness uh toxic because you know at the end of the day, they're trying to remove toxins, you know with yeah. their their cleanses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're the real the real toxins all along with the cleanses. Um,
1: <laughs> That's actually so true. Do you think it's I too think late, it's late for Chrissy like-
0: to add that into her book? If I, if oh I email her, I go, hey, I've got some thoughts, some jokes, just a couple of little punch-ups here and there, you <laughs> yeah. know.
1: Connor, what I would love is if you were like, do you want us to recommend the book? Like, does Fad Camp have enough clout now where we could be on the book and you'd be like, the real yeah, cleanse, <laughs> the real toxins are the, is the toxic wellness yeah. culture, Connor this Dowling. The,
0: the fa- Fad Camp book of the month is the wellness track. Yeah, let's, yeah, just, yeah. let's just yeah. go out there and just say that straight away, yeah.
1: Do you know that this, I don't know how much you remember of the, the like, um, you know, on January 6th when there was um, extremists stormed the US Capitol, right? Yeah. Um, but do you remember your man who had, like, the horned fur yeah. hat and, like, the painted face? How, how yes, could I forget? Listen. Like, no, can it doesn't How I forget? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the rideiest man <laughs> at the, who stormed the Capitol? Yes. So... <laughs> His name was Jacob Chansley. And what I found so funny in the book, right? Um at the time of the insurrection, at the time of the insurrection, Chansley, also known as Jake Angeli, great names all around, I will say, was something of an influencer in the world of psychedelics, right? Oh wow. But in 2019, he became a vocal proponent of the QAnon conspiracy theory and later started showing up at right-wing um, events like Stop the St- Steel rallies um, held to advocate uh, reinstating Donald Trump to the presidency. Um, and then he basically then took part in the storming of the Capitol, right? Um, he rem- But this is like just a bit that I thought was so funny. He remained in jail ahead of his trial and successfully lobbied the correctional facility to provide him only organic food. <laughs> which he said was necessary to both his religion and digestion. That's how influential wellness culture is, that even in prison, this guy was like, you know what's toxic in this prison? Not me.
0: It's what the cleanses. Food. It's <laughs> the cleanses is what's toxins.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got one joke like-
1: and I'm sticking by it. But then there was another right. There was another woman there, <coughs> Rachel Powell, a yoga and organic food enthusiast who raised chickens and sold yogurt and cheese at farmers markets. Who was also caught on in footage of January sixth smashing a window with a battering ram, and short, shouting out uh, orders on a bullhorn. She told the New Yorkers uh, Ronan Farrow that she had a certification. Um, as a group fitness instructor and had taken a course in alternative medicine. And a friend described her to Faro as a very granola, very crunchy, pastel QAnon. Wow. <laughs> like a reference to like a sort of it's, soft it, and like... Yeah, it's not
0: aesthetic. what you normally associate with the, the type of folks who stormed the Capitol, you know, or the, the MAGA hat wearing folks. Like you wouldn't yeah. picture those sort of folks to be in that same crowd, you know?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't describe them as very granola-y. But like, I think what that's what what I found so interesting was that like she could get actual real life examples of like when this sort of thinking can go to the extreme. Mm. And I was thinking like, I remember that real righty guy. I will say like, your man, Jacob, you know what I mean? We all, the photos went around of him when he was storming the castle. What's his name
0: again? What's
1: his name? You must remember him. Um, no, no, of course, of
0: course I remember him. I just want Jacob to get Chansley. the photo. <laughs> just to
1: Chansley. judge your,
0: your, your sexual uh, tastes. Um, preferences, yeah. Not your preferences. This
1: is the, because ma- you know, I'm still a single Pringle. I would, I, this is the type of guy I want, just not, like, sans the QAnon. Sa- Actually also, sans the sort of like organic food, not into that, don't want, none of that. Please. Basically,
0: you just want a guy with the headdress and the tattoos.
1: <laughs> no, I, the headdress. I don't know. There's a bit of cultural appropriation there as well. It sounds like cultural appropriation. There's a lot of basically. I just want the Christ. look of this man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is your taste in men? I'm very excited. For
1: you. Okay. Yeah, this is what I'm looking for.
0: I think I heard somewhere Which is that about he was a craziness. I think I heard somewhere that he was an improviser as well. Like he was like a or a performance <laughs> artist or something
1: this man is made for me sans a lot of he, he the took Neil Currans. Stuff. He
0: took Neil Curran's improv classes.
1: <laughs> this is a very in-joke, me and Connor. <laughs> this, this is where me and Connor met, famously, with the improv class, where um, most hated duos are met in <laughs> improv class. Um, uh, that was taught by Neil Kern. Um, listen, uh, yeah, like no offense, I'm, I'm delighted I met you at Neil Kern's improv class. But I also would have been delighted if I met a man like this. If you met him, sans all the pro- yeah. I keep having to say sans all the problematic stuff.
0: Think, think um, of how different your life would be if instead of me in Neil Kern's improv class, it was Jacob. <laughs> there'd be no fad no. camp, but there'd be a lot of shag camp. If you know what I'm saying, because <laughs> I'm assuming you'd be camping a lot if, with his lifestyle.
1: Shy camp Yeah oh my god Yeah well of course I'd have to pretend Like the amount of things I'd have to pretend To be into um, I'd have to pretend To be into organic food Like
0: yeah I could do Psychedelics Okay
1: Psychedelics on on January sixth when he's like, "Hey, do you want to storm the capital?" I have to be like, "Hmm, okay." I mean, no. Do but you want to
0: storm my capital I, instead? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. oh my god! You're like Samantha off Sex and the City. Do you want to storm my <laughs> capital, holding a martini? <laughs> <laughs> Connor, you need to be my wingman on more nights out. Um, oh, I You want to storm my capital? Would be a great chat at a MAGA event.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> my I mean, god. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> We've got to dodge territory. We just want to say that we're yes, not we these have. people.
0: We love all of our American listeners, no matter, um, this is, this has gone off the rails. This has gone off the rails. Let's, uh, let's bring it back.
1: <laughs> bring it back. Um, anything else you learned? Oh, also one other thing I want to bring up that I learned from the book that I thought, um, animal wellness.
0: Yeah, that was bizarre. Didn't know this
1: was a thing. Bizarre. Um, really hope people, uh, go away from animal wellness. Um, I like animals to be well, but this was a part of the book that I thought was so interesting, right? It's sort of, I suppose, like what happens when wellness culture sort of seeps into pet owners who then kind of take some of their beliefs and are like, I think my animal should eat this way as well. So <laughs> I'm going to quote something from the book here from The Wellness Trap. In recent years, veterinarians have noticed a rise in the incidence of a of a serious heart condition, okay, in dogs fed, with what the ASPCA, which I imagine is like the Americans, DSPCA, um, calls boutique, exotic, grain-free food. Whoa. So the incursion of wellness culture into animals' lives isn't just limited to pets. El Peche, a former member of my admin team, this would be like um <laughs> Uh, Christy Harrison Oh on Christy's it, book Yeah um, Yeah because it's From Chrissy's book Also volunteers At a wildlife Rehabilitation centre Remember seeing A squirrel That was brought Into the centre After a person Who found it Gave it a homeopathic Treatment they'd found On the internet And um, the person Apparently Incorrectly Diagnosed the squirrel With parasites And then followed The online advice To syringe feed The animal With a mixture Of honey and water To supposedly Which Purge it doesn't sound So the bad bugs.
0: That doesn't, like, honey and water doesn't sound so bad, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know what squirrels are meant to eat, okay? What do you know about a squirrel? Other than it needs the nuts, okay? It needs the acorns.
0: Gotta get that nut.
1: Needless to say, this is a quote from the book, needless to say, all of this was ill-advised, and ultimately the squirrel had to be humanely uh, euthanized. Um. This was told to um Christy in an email. It's a familiar occurrence these days, and it is a great is a cause of great frustration to wildlife rehab organizations. Like, would you be well? Would I just you be well.
0: Yeah, I think that's just, you know. Uh, the way people treat animals is just a whole podcast unto itself. Like, you know what I mean? So someone feeding a squirrel honey to death is like, you know. <laughs> That's just, Sorry, that's that the just most.
1: just sounds like, yeah. I feel bad, for, I, just, I
0: feel bad for, you know, the squirrel and for the people who are doing it. But like, you know, what did that person eat for lunch that day? You know, like their groceries that week probably yeah. killed so many more animals, you know, than just this like. I
1: understand, I understand your logic there, but I find it interesting. Connor's um, a vegan, I don't know if you know. Um, but I understand your logic there. But I think what I find more interesting is that if you came across an injured animal, My first instinct would be to ring like the DSPCA or like in in this case, it's the ASPCA and be like, hey, what do I do with this animal? Mm. It seems to be hurt or bring it to a vet. And if a vet can't help it, like, but the fact that it's like, it's the lack of like, um, I suppose it's this idea that like, well, you can't trust. The medical (laughs) community, (laughs) like the people who've like studied for years and would know, like for me, like I wouldn't potentially see a sick animal and go, yeah, well, I know what to do here.
0: I got this. you know, I got this. I got this. No, no. Yeah, no. I guess it's like the sort of like ill-advised kind of mentality that thinks like, yeah, that, like you're saying, that sort of mistrusts the medical system and, you know, has people kind of taking stuff into their own hands. I actually, when you dropped off the call... Um we're I was talking to Christy about the sort of the conspiracy um mindset I guess of you know the wellness world and like and she was agreeing that basically like you know, when something really messed up happens in the world or in somebody's life, they're more likely to kind of like latch onto a conspiracy, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And which
0: is part of why you saw so much of it in um, the pandemic. People who lost people early on in the pandemic or just seeing what was happening in the world. When something that seems to happen for no good reason, that's kind of inexplicable, uh, we can't make sense of it. And we need stories to help us make sense of things, so people create a story. They create these conspiracy stories. Oh, well, clearly it must be X, Y, Z that is causing this problem, yeah. you know? Because how else could how else could these things just happen kind of randomly, you know? Yeah. That, that would mean that there's no rhyme or reason to the universe, you know?
1: It would mean that life is chaos.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like it's that. not. It's all yeah. being orchestrated by <laughs> a group of people who know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see people, you know, the way when Chris was talk, talking about like, you know, people sort of basically taking their health into their own hands. Like maybe you can't afford healthcare or maybe you've had a family member, you know, struggling with um, a condition or or they were kind of mishandled in a hospital or maybe you've been going to the doctor and trying to get like, you know, uh, results of a test or all of these tests that there's no answers for but still you feel like shit. It kind of makes sense that people would be like, okay, well, I got to figure this thing out myself. And then they kind of just go down the rabbit hole of like, you know, uh, wellness. And I thought that was really interesting. I think that was a real kind of like to, to no, sort of tie so, the so two right. together.
1: You're so right. Because actually it makes us so much sense if I was to apply it to my own life. when sure. I, We've talked about this. When we've gone on the most extreme diets or maybe yes. when I've seen my most intense weight loss from mm. dieting has been at times when I've been grieving. That again yeah. is a control. So yeah. it's like, I yeah. want to control something. Something awful yes. has happened. I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah, I mightn't have the emotional tools or maybe just at this moment, I need something radical. And actually mm. Mm. the most radical thing you can do and it's the beginning of every eating disorder or disordered eating. I want to control this. This is the thing I can control in my life. Everything else seems out of control. Yeah. And you're so right about... You know, particularly obviously in the States, but you know, listen, in Ireland, like our healthcare system is really struggling, really struggling. And I know in the UK mm. it's the exact same. Like, there's been a lot of pressure, and that's from cuts and budgets and all sorts. Yeah. We won't go into. But like, you know, with a per I've been a person who's had to deal with the healthcare system for many family members. It can be yeah. s- and like there you have doctors, nurses who are overworked, underpaid, mm-hmm. stressed out their minds, and like yeah, things are going to be dropped and you can see how frustrating it is. So I I can only imagine that so many people go like, well, you know what? I'm going to do this research myself or I'm going to do yeah. this myself. And then they might do legitimate research. And then, of course, because nothing on the internet is ever actually regulated. You see this person who's like, I cured myself. Yeah, totally. By and showing here's my the book. arse to the sun. Here's I don't the, know. Yeah. yeah, Here's the here's book the- I wrote about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's how I did it. Yeah
0: totally no you see that all the time i did think to go back about the ozone what did she call it ozone exposure or something like that
1: wait i'll google this because that
0: i i like of all the crazy stuff i've heard of i've never heard of that but i did think it was funny that i did i had heard of perineal sunning um
1: yeah that's what was that ozone ozone anus is what it's called (laughs) Oh No, rectal ozone therapy.
0: That's rectal hilarious. Ozone
1: therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when yeah.
0: I, when I said just just look up per, 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 perineal sunning, p e r i n e a l sunning. Perineal. I think that's. I think I spelled it wrong. Oh no, sorry. So. Perineum. P e r i n e u m sunning. <laughs> and gone to Google Images.
1: Wait a minute, I was <laughs> okay. Let me just give you give you a second here. Um, <laughs> <hair> oh. <laughs> sunning. Yes, I just. Are you going to change my? Am I going to be starting to get
0: all of um, that? Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Okay. I just saw the worst. The worst oh, okay. Google image.
1: Okay, so lads. Oh my God. <laughs> to just, I mean, you could just Google it at home when you're when you're looking this up. Per- perineum sunning. You're going to see the funniest. <laughs> Imagine if you really wanted to tan your arsehole and what position you would pull in order to do that.
0: <laughs> and Grace, are you on Google Images, yeah?
1: Yeah, but just- I don't. Yeah. Just do me a Go favor
0: cuz I just want you to see if you if you get the same shocking image that I saw if you scroll down like a bit.
1: <laughs> Why do you want me to do You know what? You're going to ruin my algorithm. Oh my god. I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> but it's it's not funny but that.
1: Connor, how did you how did you hear of parody of I funny? saw
0: I saw it in this movie. On Netflix, or this TV show on Netflix called Chad and JT Go Deep. It was like a comedy show that was came on Netflix about a year ago, and it's okay. about these two like bros who are kind of like you know I don't know. They, it's like some it's it's almost kind of like a hidden camera show or something like that, or a mockumentary, but. They're, they do perineum sunning. And I was like, oh, well, clearly that's like a made up like thing, you know. But then I started to see that, oh no, this is like an actual thing. But Christy knew what it was when I, when I referenced it. Because he basically said, you thought Gwyneth was showing her arsehole to the sun. I said, no, that's perineum sunning. And Christy goes, yes, that's a thing.
1: Okay, because I thought I was being gassed by bringing this up. Apparently, okay, I'm seeing that Josh Brolin, the actor, does this. Oh God! And like, by the way, so you an ambassador to this, like, for
0: perenium sunning?
1: <laughs> Wait, no, I don't want to be, don't want to be sued here. Um, okay, <laughs> okay, so this is the this is the headline I'm getting. By the way, this is on Perez Hilton's um, <laughs> website. Josh Brolin's butthole is crazy burned after he tried the new latest, the Gross. newest health fad. <laughs> oh my god! And like, basically, what people are doing is, and apparently, he put it on his Instagram. Like, are, are rich people well? Are they well? They're just bored. Like They must be bored. They're bored. But it's like if you were lying on your back and you were holding both your ankles and you were trying to tan your, your arsehole. Why, why, so why would you not? Funny. And apparently, apparently, Connor knew of it for no reason, which I find yeah. highly suspect. Well
0: what, what I wonder is, Josh Brolin, okay, someone convinces him he has to do this thing. How do you do that long enough to get burnt? Like... How do you not just after like two minutes go, okay, that's enough of that nonsense. Like you're not going to fall asleep in that position.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, because uh, you know, like certain areas of your body don't ever get the sun. So it's like, they're just going to get burned straight away. That's, and also how, okay, actually, you know what? I'm going to qu- ask you this. How are you getting sun cream on it? Are you sun creaming your arse? Like how do you getting sun cream that far up? You know, these are all great questions. <laughs>
0: Oh, a lot of a lot of great mental imagery. We've really,
1: really gone off it. topic here. Um, but uh, yeah, who knew about Josh Brolin? Um, so anyway, listen, thanks for listening to our bonus episode. <laughs> um, about this, we obviously learned a lot from uh, Christy, but this is the most important thing to me.
0: Yes, definitely. Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee, If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us.
1: Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps.
0: And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners, so please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com.